Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Well, they're building something at the foot of the mountains into their third consecutive grand final and, and no doubt channeling the spirit of 2003 and 1991. My next guest is the Panthers great. He's the most capped player for the club, having pulled on the jersey 248 times. He played in the victorious 91 Premiership defeat of the Raiders. Our speaker Steve Carter is on the line right now. G'day, Steve. Yeah, good afternoon, Julian. Uh, we find you in Townsville, I believe. Yeah, we're on a bit of a road trip, mate. We um, planned a a long trip for our 50th birthdays, my wife and I, two and a half years ago, and we all know what happened there. So um, that was postponed, and we took the alternative to travel the countryside. The Leyland Brothers style. I'm very jealous, mate. So, hey, where are you going to watch the grand final? We'll be in Palm Cove, just north of Cairns. And, um, yeah, it's going to be nice and relaxing. Catch a big fish and watch... Um, the big dance early that night. Stop it, mate. You're making us jealous. You're at the races today. How'd you go? Did you back a winner? I was close, but oh. <laughs> we're all close, mate. As my late <laughs> grandfather would say, miss is as good as a mile, mate. Grand final week for the Panthers. You know the feeling. There's a different feeling in the air when your side's in the big one, isn't it? It is, mate. Um, this uh, team, they've started... Really, not building something. They've just they're continuing on. Really, from what they've done, they're probably a bit stiff in that first grand final, and and now we see them fingers crossed to um, really go on with it. They're a decent football team, aren't they? Third consecutive grand final for this squad. You know how hard it is to make one, let alone two, and they're in their third. What is it? Can you pinpoint it? Something about this team that that makes them so good? That just makes them so dominant. I just think it's a combination of the development over like a number of years leading into this period of time. They're just um, the recruitment. Jimmy Jones has been there for a long time. Has really um, made um, got good results in bringing through young local players in the local clubs. So that, along with Gus's um, intervention early on, I, I, and now they've just got a really stable squad, and I can't see it falling apart. Mm. Really, to be honest. Well, obviously their value goes up, so they're sort of casually going to have to let a few more go when their when their values rise. I know Kickhouse going next year and Appy as well, but you know Jerome Luai talked about how this squad is a real homegrown homegrown squad. Steve, fourteen of the seventeen are local juniors, and now knowing the area, knowing the club like you do, what is it that they get right? Well, I guess when it comes to funneling local talent into first grade, and that perhaps other clubs don't, because you look at them. I mean, the depth is phenomenal. Four titles are going for. They've wrapped up flag. They've wrapped up ball. The New South Wales Cup, and now. They're trying to get that fourth on Sunday night. Oh, it's just, just a credit to the development and the whole um, front office, mate. They're just, it's quite unbelievable how strong they are. And as I say, it looks like it's going to continue into the future. It's Back in our day, there were some players who left the area and went on and played with other clubs and went through the net. But now, there's, it's not a real good play that you see bob up in another club. It's, it's quite phenomenal, the development. And... Um, yeah, they've just got it together. How would how would the ninety five sorry the ninety one side stack up against them? You reckon? Oh, we'd probably put twenty on them. Ah. Least, <laughs> but, no, 
No, um, no, it's a different era, and you just can't yeah. compare the different um, eras. That this this side, as I say, the only way you can compare eras is how they deal with their opposition. And um, this this mob of group of people are um, dealing with the opposition is pretty pretty uh, full. So uh, we we probably would be probably behind them in that department. I, yeah, but you can't compare. Well, you mentioned their opposition. Parramatta have beaten you lot twice this year. Of course, you got the chocolates the last outing, but uh, they match up pretty well, don't they? Um, what are the dangers for the blue and gold? Mate, I've got a son-in-law who's a mad Parramatta fan, and I've got one of my best mates who's a mad Parramatta fan. So, um, and I despise them, to be honest, <laughs> personally. So those two victories, they got Penrith at good times to be honest. Um, everything lined up okay, and I think it's a little bit of a myth that people are getting on the bandwagon, but um, if Penrith played to their ability, Parramatta are not a chance in hell. Wow, that's yeah, a bold statement. Is there much made of a rivalry back in your day about this this battle of the worst that we hear about? There is, yeah. We, we were the little brother, the poor brothers, um, further out west, and not treated as fairly, from my perspective. But um, now the... Um, the shoes um, on the other foot, and Penrith, um, rightly so, is the dominant um, and more senior uh, football club. So it's a different different landscape we're looking at at the moment, and it all goes back to the development and the professionalism that the club overall and all the staff, not just the players, have really... I went out earlier this year and just, just talking and in the relating with the different people within the club. They're just so professional and focused. It's yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. Uh, just about all of them, even at this young age, they're experienced, but they're still young, Steve. And they've tasted grand final success. They they lost one before they won one uh, when they went down to that storm side in 2020. You lost one in 1990, won one in 91. Uh, tell us about Gus, his approach, his message, and how you turn the tables on the Raiders. Yeah, well... It was a good mix of a side back then. A little bit of a different sort of situation as far as the team goes. We had some older players retiring, like Royce, um, and some older people, Cole Vandervoort, Brad Izzard, Greg Alexander was getting on in his career, and you had the likes of myself, Freddie, um, and some younger players coming through who thought it was all very easy at that time. <laughs> um, however, those older blokes um, realised how hard it was to win a premiership in that that competition. So it, it, it's a bit of a different scenario because this team are sort of a younger group coming through in way, in a similar way. Um, and uh, But back then, looking back uh, as a young fella, it wasn't easy. And and that was a... Played in 90, 91, and then never really got close to another grand final. So um, after eight years of... After grand final um, success, I realised how hard it was to actually achieve those sort of um, results. Mm. Very hard. Now, was it true that prior to the grand final breakfast 1990, the boys maybe maybe had a couple more than they should have? And Gus was particularly unimpressed, uh, suggested you may have dropped the grand final and then flogged you at training this afternoon. Confirm or deny? Yeah, there's a fair bit of truth in that. There was, <laughs> as I say, some young, <laughs> young exuberant people who got very rarely got put up in expensive motels um, so when you get that opportunity as young people like Freddie from the West and myself and, uh, and Paul Smith uh, you really make the most of it um, 
and the likes of Chris Mortimer um, and Royce were in bed earlier. And, um, but we got probably a bit carried away and a fair bit of regret there. But it is what it is. We can't change it. But, yeah, Gus dealt with it. But we come up short that year and um, that may have been part of it. Mm. Let's get a tip from you before we let you go, Steve. Uh, Pampers, by how much? And, and who's going to be the Clive Churchill medalist? Yeah, I just, I just think um, Penrith by 14 plus. And I really think Nathan Cleary, um, they're all talking about what they're going to do to him and shut him down and all this bullshit. It won't be happening. He's, he's got too good of a pack in front of him for that to happen. So Cleary for the uh, Clive Churchill medal. So Cleary, Clive Churchill, comprehensive win to the Panthers. Uh, thank you, mate. Uh, thank you kindly for giving up some of your time on your, on your road trip to Townsville. Enjoy the game Sunday. Not a problem. Take care. Bye. There he is. Uh, the great Panthers legend, Steve Carter.